Alright, welcome to Old Town New World here in Old Town Rock Hill, South Carolina. We're at Millstone Pizza and I'm Jason Broadwater and we're here to talk about the ever-changing world of small town yeah, USA. Okay. Okay, so today I have with me, of course, as always, the wise and silent Mr. Behind the Mic Micah. Say hello, Micah. Well said, well said. All right. I also have with me today Mrs. Harriet Marshall Good, or uh, fondly known as Sister Good. Right. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Great. It's a pleasure to have you. So, um, Sister, I don't know when we met. I guess it would have been when I moved back to Rock Hill at some point, came downtown. Do you, do you remember? I'm not sure if maybe we might have met over at the, uh, somebody's house. No? Or at the City Club, maybe? Maybe the City maybe Club. Maybe the City Club. Maybe yeah. so. Maybe so. I think I might have met Martin when I, um, went and joined the city. You were on the board. That's right, that's yeah. right. But you, we knew you well before you were on the board. That's true, that's true. So, so Martin and sister uh, live downtown. They're pioneers in terms of, uh, and we'll talk about that, uh, having an apartment in the revitalizing downtown here in downtown Rock Hill. And uh, sister is an artist. And um, sister, I don't know if you know this, but um, a good friend of mine whom you know, Scott Nurkin, right. artist, he studied you earning his BFA at the University of Chapel Hill. No, are you serious? I promise, as a regional artist. Holy smoke, did it, he write about it? No, he, uh, he the uh, professor said we're gonna look at, examine regional artists and he presented like maybe six artists and you were one of the artists. And, he and, never told me that. Isn't that neat? That is neat, I'm, I'm very flattered. So, so, how, so tell us, let's start there as you being an artist. Tell us first of all, in the present, what type of art do you do? How do you categorize yourself as an artist? Um, for many, many, many years, I have painted women. And people say, you know, why in the world do you paint women, just women? And occasionally I've painted a man. I, I painted... Um, now wait, to clarify, you paint images of women on a canvas. You don't paint actual women, right? <laughs> That's correct. Okay. Thank you. Thank right. you for clarifying that, Jason. I do appreciate it. I'm, some, I'm sometimes a runaway sentence, so you have to... You have to screech my brakes from time to time, but at any rate... I think I paint women because I was raised in a house with three sisters to start with. I went to an all-girls camp from the time I was in the second grade till I was in the seventh grade. Now, what years was it? What was it? Camp Conawanda. What years? Um, in the 40s. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Wonderful. Yeah. 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 I was born in 1937. Well, that is something to celebrate. Well, it is. It yeah. is. It is. Every year. Every year I celebrate. And, uh, and coming up on 80, I'm trying to think of something really cool. I hear you. <laughs> really cool. And uh, I will. But anyway, um, you know, surrounded by girls. And, um, and I wanted to be a fashion designer. I was going to be Coco Chanel Jr. Wow. And was all prepared to go to, um, it was then, the Women's College in North Carolina. It's now part of the university system. You know, okay. It was called the Women's College back in those days. And they actually had a degree in fashion design. Oh, wow. And so when I informed my parents that that's where I was going to college, they said, no, you're not. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I am. They said, mm-mm. And so they gave me the choice of Winthrop, Queens, or Converse. Huh. 
I went to Converse because, my, first of all, my grandmother had gone there and my sister had gone Your to Converse. Grandmother my grandmother was a Converse graduate. Really? Yes. Wow. She's from Rock Hill, South Carolina. No way. Went to Converse. Wow. Um, and um, I had, you know, friends who'd gone to Converse, but mostly it was the farthest away from Rock Hill. So Gotta that's where we yeah. Got to get out. And, and it was not known for its art department. There was one professor, August Cook, and I'm grateful for August Cook every day of my life. He was a curmudgeon, but he insisted that his students learn to see and learn to draw exactly what they see. I mean, Nat's eyebrow, you know, measuring. So I've and, heard many artists say that art is mostly about being able to see. It is. It is. Yeah. And, and then, um, you know, raising children. I didn't paint for a while because I didn't have a place to do that, and it was expensive. So my art was expressed in my fashion design. Oh, wow. I, I started making my own clothes. Actually, I started making my own clothes when I was in high school. I bought a Singer sewing machine when I was 15 years old wow. with my war bonds. <laughs> wow. And, you know, I had to get permission from my daddy to cash in my war bonds. Yeah, right. And he said, he said, okay, that, that's a good thing. You can do that. Yeah. And uh, I, I had a charge account at Freedoms, okay. you know, which now, was that? right down the street. It okay. was where Bank of America, where um, Wells Fargo is now. Not well, what is it now? Uh, Waco. No. It's Wells Fargo now. Yeah. Wells Fargo. Yeah. That's right. God, so that was downtown Rock Hill. It was, and that was a that was a high end, lovely store. They had everything from feed and seed and saddles and harness, to fine women's and men's clothes wow. and fabric. Yeah. So I bought fabric and I bought. Um, I think one of those could actually survive now. I think it could too. I think it could too. Yeah. That's yeah. like a rebirth of that stuff. I think that would be wonderful. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think there is one owned and operated by Regina League who went to high school, was in the same class with Harriet Jr. Okay. at Northwestern. Huh. Operated where? Where's one of these? Um, I think it's near Black Horse Run okay. in Fort Mill, okay. I think. That sounds cool, yeah. yeah. I, I'd love to go in a store like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that Regina owns and operates a feed and seed. That's and great. I, we need to go over that someday. But at any rate, um, where were we? Well, it was art. So well, you uh, got the sewing machine, you were making yeah, your own clothes. Yeah, I made my own clothes. Yeah. And then, um, when we, when all three of our children were in college at the same time, I got a job. I was actually invited to have a job. By Where? Frank Robards invited me to become a member of the uh, Rock Hill National Bank team. Oh, okay. He said, I need you to do public relations. And I said, hot dog. <laughs> you said, well, I'm already doing that. You mean you're going to pay me to do that? <laughs> yeah. And so, I never knew what my budget was. He just wanted me to make certain that the bank was looked upon often and well in the public eye, in the community. And so I created all sorts of activities. I'd come up with an idea, I'd put it on paper, and I reported directly to Andy Douglas. I'd take it to Andy and he'd say, that looks good to me, take it down to Frank. And so, <laughs> so that was fun. And then when Mary Marshall was a senior at PC. And Mary Marshall is your is daughter. our youngest daughter, okay. who now is a hospice nurse in Charleston. Yeah, I met her. Yeah, that's when I right. I saw your art unexpectedly. I was in the hospice house that's in Charleston, right. and I, I said, obviously that's a Harriet Goode. And I went and looked, and I was like, yeah, of course it is. You can recognize me anywhere. I also saw your art in uh, 
Halcyon restaurant uptown Charlotte. Yes, and that do you huge, know? Beautiful. Yes. Piece Thank you. And do you know what? Halcyon was going to be named something else first, and when Jill Marcus came down to pick out the painting, she saw the name of it, and she got home, and she said she got to thinking about it, and she said, when she called me up the next day, and she said, um, would you, would you mind, would it be okay if we would name the restaurant Halcyon? Oh, so the painting is named Halcyon. Yes. Oh, and that's what she, oh, very cool, and yeah. Listen here, the funniest thing, right after the restaurant opened and they had a website there was a comment on their website this guy said why would anybody name a restaurant after a sleeping pill <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny that's funny yeah speaking of so. website yeah. you have a website that people should go check out we're going to get a website to that, i do ahead, let's tell them what it is. i have a website harriet marshall good and i don't know um how yeah. to uh you know, I don't know. You, if you type in Harriet yeah, Marshall Good, it goes straight it. to that. Yeah. Because Revenflow did this for me. <laughs> Doing fun. great. Oh, no, we're perfect. Thank you. Yes. Okay. You're the man. That was Brendan, uh, the uh, owner of Millstone, the shopkeep. Yes, and, and a brilliant person. Yeah, he's done great things for this yes, town. Yes, he yeah. certainly has. Yeah. So, so, anyway, so I, anyway, I jumped in with that, but, um, so your youngest was a senior in, in college. In, co in college, yeah, we, we made the last payment to, to Peas and Carrots College, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and I quit my job. Oh, there you go. And, and uh, I already had a studio downtown in a building that actually belonged to the bank, and I went to Frank and I said, you know, the bank was, owned the building and it was empty, it had been empty for years. So I said, I'd, I'd really like to rent that building for my studio. He said, he said, okay. He said, you know, it's in real bad shape. Um, it doesn't, it's in real bad shape. And he said, I can't spend any money on it. I said, you don't need to. He said, you don't have to pay me any rent. And I said, oh, yes, I'll pay you. I'll pay you $100 a month. And I had a partner, a friend, who was, who was going to be in there with me. So we split it. $50 a month. $50 a month. But she paid $100 one month, and I'd pay $100 oh, yeah. the next month. So we had about 6,000 square feet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Are you serious? It was fabulous. Wow. It's, it's exactly where Betsy's shop is right now, oh, where really? Overhead Station is. Okay, so let me clarify that. So Betsy is your sister. Right. Betsy Marshall Rock owns Overhead Station, has for 30-some-odd years. And it used to not be downtown. It was Right. It, it used to be... Now, get this. It was in one of my daddy's first filling stations. Really? That had not been a filling station in many, many years and was no longer owned by the family by the time Betsy rented the little building. Yeah. But um, in That's my. Neat. It is neat. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So then she moved downtown. When did she move her store downtown? Uh, in 2001. 2001. Mm -hmm. When did you and Martin move downtown? 2001. Okay. So, so let's jump to. No, wait. Let's don't. Let's stay on this. So you quit your job, you got a studio, you, you became officially an artist. A full-time painter, right. full-time painter. Now, how did you start to, um, I mean, how do you become a, go from being a painter that nobody knows about in the basement of a bank building to being someone someone studies at their BFA program at University of Chapel Hill? Hmm. Well, I began um, entering, ex entering competitions, and I entered local competitions, did well, entered state, then regional and national competitions. Wow! And you got your name out there for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's about, you know, if you 
if you're a woman, I guess, I don't know how men do it, but um, that's about the only way you can, uh, unless you're Jasper Johns or somebody like that, um, that's, that's, a, that's a good way to begin. Yeah. And then you get attention, you get, you build sort of an audience, and you, yeah. and you build a little respect among your peers. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it seems to me, and I may be wrong, but it seems to me that your focus is creating quality art. Thank you. And uh, I think that the um, the connector in you, like the marketing piece, seems to be that you're just a natural connector. That's why Frank Robarts hired you to be his public relations <laughs> person. He saw that too. I mean, you know, I, what's always impressed me about you, sister, is as soon as I met you, got to know you when I got back here, you were inviting me to something. You always were inviting me to something. And and when I would come, when I could come, and would come. There would be people of all ages there, yeah. people involved in all different types of things, and you're always introducing me to people that I'm just so glad that I got the opportunity to meet. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah thank so you. How does that, is that a natural thing? Or I guess it is, and you know, that was pointed out to me fairly recently, and, and, and that was, um, you know, a, a trait, I guess, that I, I didn't realize that I was doing. I, I didn't realize I was perceived as a connector but but I mean it's fun to do that right you know yeah, you seem I, to enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> well I, I like to for fun people to meet other fun people and yeah. everybody just about everybody I know is interesting and yeah. fun and I like to talk to them and I want them to meet other interesting and fun people like the couple coming to our house this evening yeah. we, we met them one time at the city club they're great yeah, I want right. to I want to find out about her photography in this wide range of uh, age has always impressed me because um, you know you see people whether they're young whether they're middle-aged whether they're older whatever tend to have a group of friends that are their same age and they tend to relate to those people and and feel comfortable for those people and you know and then um, but you always are introducing me to somebody that's younger than I am you know what I mean or you know older than you know I mean whatever it doesn't matter but you have something in common with them. Yes, exactly. And see, that's what attracts me to younger people or older people. And we got, I think we do have more young friends than we do friends our own age. Cause, but no, we don't either. We've got a great little card group. We play cards about almost once a week. Right. We're, yeah. And we're, we're a little older than the rest of them, but right. they're a lot older than you. Right, yeah. But see, that's what I mean. I mean, it's such a, a wide spectrum. It I mean, is. You know, you take someone who's, um, I mean, I'm 40. You take someone who is, I've met, you've introduced me to people that are 26, you know, and they think I'm old because I'm 40, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, there's just a yeah. wide spectrum you know, in there. But um, so, yeah. so you've had a lot of, uh, I would call it success um, in your art. Um, and I, I guess it's, it's been a big part of uh, your identity as a person. Is that fair? I think so. Mm -hmm. um, I, think, I think it is. Yeah. So what? What other aspects you think uh, inform your identity? Rock Hill seems to be a part of your identity. Being a native Rock Hill and being proud of Rock Hill and being a promoter of downtown, I'm incessantly trying to convince people that downtown is a good place. And people say, oh, do you feel safe downtown? Great, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Then they hadn't been down here. No, they haven't. Yeah. They haven't. And people say, oh, the traffic must be awful. We want traffic mm -hmm. to be awful. 
I'm yeah. glad when people can't find a parking place. Amen. That means that means people are downtown. They're doing stuff. Amen to that. Yeah. So, so you and Martin came down here in 2001. Now, <clears throat> if I may say, you have a beautiful apartment. Um, Condo, whatever you call it. What do you what do you refer to it? Well, I just I just call it a house. house. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah. But then I have never really liked the word condo. Right. Yeah. And we do own it, so it's not an technically apartment, an right. apartment. Yeah. So I don't know. So so it is the uh, what fourth floor? It's the fifth floor. Fifth floor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Of I guess I the mean, historic People's National Bank building, which is one of the like three tallest buildings in downtown. Yeah. 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 And, it, and the fifth floor is the top floor, is that It's right? the top floor, uh-huh. And our, our bank is known because Charlie Cobb, the president, the founder and president, chose not to close when all the banks in the nation were required to close. He kept making deposits, I mean, taking deposits and making loans. When was it during the Depression? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow, really? In the 20s, I can't remember <clears throat> what year, but yeah, they called it the Banker's Holiday. Wow. The government closed up all the banks, and, and he, uh, he was he was solvent, and so he just he just didn't tell anybody that he was refusing to close. Wow. He just didn't close. And in the in the meantime, everywhere else, uh, you had the banker going, your your money's not here. It's in uh, it's in Billy's house. It's in Jim's house. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Jimmy Stewart. <coughs> That's my Jimmy Stewart impression. Just by the way. That was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> also, our building had the first. <clears throat> Automatic elevator in town. First automatic, you mean without the man standing right. there doing it? And the Citizen Bank over here, where my studio has also been in that building, by the way. Okay. But the Citizen <laughs> Bank had the first elevator, and when my studio was in that building, you know, George was there. Doing the elevator up and down. Well, you know, he was there, or somebody was there when I. Came back to Rock Hill. Yeah. When I, I bought this building and I moved into it January 2006. Yeah. When I would go into this building, the man would be in there, full coat, top hat, operating the elevator in 2006. Yeah. Now I don't remember the full coat and top hat when when I was there. George um, dressed well. He was he was okay. he was nicely dressed. And George was the little short guy. And then we had. Um, can't remember his name, who was tall, and George got sick and had to lay off for a while, so we, they, they Chatham was. Okay, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. This tall. guy was in like an, like an outfit, it seemed like a costume, it was like a, he looked like a, he was wearing an elevator operator's outfit, you know what I mean? Yeah, it all right, was this strange. was when businesses moved in. Okay, yes, exactly. See, I, yeah. was, I was just about the only person oh, there. Really? Okay. There were a few people on the second floor. But now the building's full. I know. You got a coffee shop, you got the hive, you got technology incubator, uh, a technology company that's taken up a whole floor. And yes. There, you know, it's all knowledge economy, jobs and I stuff. I know it. Yeah, it's amazing. And do you know what I think? What's that? I think you <laughs> created the nest where everybody felt comfortable calling downtown the hive and, and creating all these knowledge park ideas. Jason, I think that you are responsible for everybody wanting to be well, connected to downtown through the knowledge through the technical end. Well, thank you. I, I don't like to amend thank you with notes, but I would just add that I'm humbled by that. And a lot of other people participated in it too, but thank well, you. Well, of course. Nobody is successful really by himself, I, I suppose, but <laughs> that's just, well, I'm just saying you. that just. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But I really but, uh, think that this is a JB kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you.
too much credit. Thank you. So let so um, when y'all moved into here, the the that building. Did y'all did y'all buy the whole building? Did you and Harry Dalton buy the whole building? Um, there were three of us. Okay. Uh, Joe Lanford, Harry Dalton, and we. Okay. Um, and you know initially. Um, David Rogers was going to buy the building and do the whole thing and we started talking to him in the early 90s and he would say I'm going to start your project in the next 60 to 90 days he said that for three or four years and uh, finally he came to us and he said I'm not going to do it I can't I can't do it it's not going to be profitable and um, you know it made me sad and it made me mad because I was I, I wanted to do this and so he said here, here are the plans. He gave us thousands of dollars worth of plans wow. that that we didn't have anything invested in except a few dinners right. for his architects right. who came down to talk to us and we'd had dinner. But um, so we had pretty much abandoned the plan and were already talking to Neely Pappas about adding a downstairs bedroom on our house on Myrtle Drive. Wow. Um, and so, you know, we knew we were gonna have to lose a big beautiful tree but we were willing to do that and then Harry called us up one night and he said are y'all still interested in doing the building downtown and we said you mighty right and he said well why don't y'all come over and we'll have we'll, we'll order a pizza and talk about it yeah. well he had already talked to Joe Lanford and Joe and he had already looked at the building and you know Joe is not an architect but should have been yeah, right. um, and so they decided that if we would buy into it as well, that we could do it. And so our agreement was to buy the entire top floor. We own 50% of the roof, and, um, and Harry owns the other. Well, actually, Joe owns a small portion of the roof, too. He wanted to be part of that. And, and, uh, and our pro rata share of the public spaces. Right. And so um, we took the plans that David Rogers gave us and embellished them, changed them a good bit. And because Joe is so technical. Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's a bright guy. He, oh man, alive and I just love him to death. Yeah. Um, so it took us two and a half years. We had to do all the environmental stuff, get the building cleaned out of asbestos and lead paint. And then we started putting it back together. And I was actually our site manager oh really wow and by that time my studio was at the arts council which was just a couple of doors down right. and so um our foreman i guess um whose name escapes me right now buddy 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 would call me and he'd say Harriet, Harriet, you gotta come up here you gotta make a decision and so i was up i was going up ladders Wow. to get to the fifth floor, <laughs> making decisions. Ah, that's and that funny. was cool. Yeah, um, very cool. So uh, after two and a half years, we moved in the summer of 2001, and I had already decided that I was going to have a commercial gallery in the space. Yeah. And that's the back, what, quarter maybe of the? Well, my studio is actually the back apartment. Okay. We, we stole the guest bedroom from the back apartment and that's when we decided not to rent, out. rent it. And so Martin said, well, move your studio, which I did not want to do. Right. I liked getting up and going to work. Yeah. But uh, I got used to it, and, and I actually love being 
having my studio next to my house now. But the, the gallery, the commercial gallery, actually occupied that hallway. That hallway is 83 feet long. Beautiful it's seven feet wide and wow. has 14 foot ceilings, and those windows are humongous. <clears throat> well, your ha your house is the whole thing is a gallery to me. I mean, yeah, it kind of is. Oh, it's amazing. We I mean, own a lot of art. Oh my gosh, that's an understatement. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you get off the elevator, which opens into your home, yeah, yeah. which is really cool. You only see that on TV or at your house, <laughs> you know. So <clears throat> when right when you come in your house, I mean. Everywhere I'm looking, there's a lot of art, and every one of them, I can point to something, and you'll say, "Oh, that's a young man who, you know, went to Winthrop and then graduated yeah, and moved yeah. to so and so, and he's back." And, you know, you have a whole story around where you got it. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and I know most of the painters and most of the artists whose work we have are friends. Um, a few things I've bought from galleries, but most of it has either been a trade with an art buddy yeah. or a purchase. I buy a lot of Winthrop art. Yeah. And um, and Martin is just an amazing person. He Martin never, is your husband. yes, 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 Martin Good, uh, engineer, Georgia Tech. Okay. Um, retired now for a good many years, but um, very, very tolerant. <laughs> is that the word you pick? That's the word, yes, yes. And I thank God Almighty every day for Martin and the fact that he is tolerant. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you know, he, he drives all my stuff to galleries. Yeah. He, I see y'all zipping out of here in your little fuel efficient uh, yeah. hybrid SUV carrying art in the back and stuff. Yes, yeah. yeah. He bought that car based on the fact that he could put those seven foot panels. Yeah, right. In, the, in that car. Oh, yeah, so, so let's touch on that. So you paint not on canvas often, you paint on... Wood panels, that's wood my panels. favorite surface. Huh. Paper is my second favorite really? surface. What is it about wood panels? I don't know. I don't know, it's just a, it just feels good. Yeah. And the, the wood panels are actually holocore doors from Lowe's. Oh, okay. If I had a canvas stretched and built that size, it, it'd be two or three hundred dollars. Oh, okay. Just the, just the materials and having it done, because I can't do it myself anymore. So you swing by Lowe's and pick up some doors. My studio boy does. He <laughs> oh, buys, yeah. yes. He gets three at a time, yeah. and I stack them up right there beside my easel, yeah. I mean, beside my, um, you know, my little painting table. And uh, I usually do paint three of them at a time. Wow. Wow. I don't know. Just, that's how many you can fit in the space comfortably? Well, in the no, um, I like, well, I work, I've always worked on more than one piece at one time. Okay. I paint fast, and if I keep working on the same piece, it just ends up being trash. Because you just keep adding yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. And so working on... Because you just want to paint. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, right. I work. I work every yeah, day. Every day. And I, you know, if I'm not painting, then I'm making stuff to hang around my neck. Well, you always have something interesting around your neck, I tell you that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, paint takes a long time to dry. Right. And, <laughs> and I have to stay busy. I work. And I can't just sit down in the living room and watch the news. Right, yeah. Huh. And Martin can. Martin watches news. Oh, yeah. He reads three newspapers. Wow. So he knows, what, he knows what's going on. He knows. Current events, he knows everything that's going on. Wow. Good for but, him. He's taking an art history course at Winthrop no right this minute. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
boy, that's, again, that's that's more than tolerant. That's inspired, I would say. It is. <laughs> well, and I was, I was rather pleased that he wanted to take art history and not, um, you know, some political science course. Right, yeah. That's pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. He's a sweet man. He is a sweet man. Yeah, that's good. We are always the, the wonderful couple, and um, Martin uh, is very proud of you. So I, yeah. I, I don't think tolerance the word. I think uh, in, enamored and inspired might be. Well, it's a mutual thing. Okay. That's yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, <clears throat> how much have you, what have you seen change since 2001 in, in downtown Rock? Um, well, the first thing that happened was nothing happened. For a year. For more than that. Right. For, for a, only, only recently, only in the last couple of years have we begun to see, besides, besides your bringing a lot of technical stuff downtown, not much else has happened. Right. Um, and of course it was all 9-11 yeah. and, and, and the economy tanking and real estate going in the ditch. And yeah, you know, this this might be short-sighted of me, or uneducated, but in my opinion, real estate is the, is the economic driver. Right. When people are buying a house or a new office, then they have to have furniture, yeah. they have to have all sorts of stuff, and yeah. art. And art, yeah. When people think of decorating, and and they have. You know, money beyond the sheets and the sofas and the dishes. Yeah. Then a lot of people think of art, and so I love real estate, and yeah, I love right. my realtor friends. Have you already done any um, staging in homes with your art and stuff like that? Um, I have. I have worked with designers in um, showcase houses. Okay. I've been part of the Symphony Showcase House, I think twice in Charlotte, and a couple of showcases here in Rock Hill. And I get calls from designers who often bring their clients with them, or sometimes they don't. Oh. And um, so they're interior designers. They want to come see your art. Yeah, they want to come see if I have something that'll go in a house that they're wow. working on. Very cool. Yeah, that is. That's that's very nice. Yeah, very cool. Well, I have one of your uh, pieces of art in my home. I'm glad. And I had one in the office, but Chad took it with him when he left. <laughs> right. Well, I know, and we've got to fix that. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still, I still know. <laughs> I still know. I owe you. No, you don't owe me anything, I promise. Um, so, um, 2001, you guys moved downtown, feeling like it's going to, y'all are going to be the pioneers, things mm -hmm. are going to change. Nothing seems to change for a while. I mean... Was it still an environment that y'all could enjoy? Oh, man, yeah. Okay. We already had the city club. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then and Betsy had moved downtown, so I had my sister up the street. And um, and then Barbara, I can't remember her last name, opened a flower shop. Right. It didn't last very long, but I had her, so, you know, I had fresh flowers. Yeah, right. Every two or three days, I'd go down and get my flowers. And, um, and then we had McHale's right across the street. Yeah. Love McHale's. And um, not much else for retail. Yeah. No. It was hard. No yeah. retail. Yeah. And then the city did the apartments above T. Lee's and Betsy's, yeah. and those were nice. We had young people now. And then uh, the Arts Council has, has thrived in the last few years. Now, when did they come downtown? You remember? The Arts Council started out in a small office in the post, in, in, at the library. Downtown? Yes, Here, downtown, right. okay. the library. Yeah. And then about the same time 
It was about in the early 80s when they took a space in the old post office. Okay. And I think that was when the city became owner of the post office. Yeah. And then for years it was just the post office and they didn't name it the Getty Center for a long time. And that's named for Tom Geddes, who was postmaster. Oh, wow, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. And um, so I think that the Arts Council might have moved into the post office about the same time I got really active in my studio. Oh, okay. Where Betsy's shop is now. Gotcha. gotcha. And so um, Vicki Cook and I worked together. She said, she said, I want you to do something. I want you to plan something big that the Arts Council can have. And so I said, okay. So we had a downtown art festival. And this I, is early. When yeah, was this? This was in the early 80s, in the middle wow. 80s. This okay. is, I can't remember what, maybe 84, 85 was the first one. So this is before the roof went on, or? Oh, this was, the roof was still there. Oh, the roof was still there. Yeah, yeah. This wow. is a year or so before the roof. Um, and so we, uh, and, and I called my friends all over the state, and I said, y'all got to come up here? Yeah. And you can stay at our house, yeah. but you got to come. You got to bring all your stuff. I'm having an outdoor show, and I want it to be good. Yeah, right. So you need to be here. So and where so, was it? In the did. parking lot here, back here behind? No, no. It was um, on Main Street. It was in the street from Oakland. Well, at first it was from Oakland to um, the in entrance of the mall. Okay, gotcha. And on Caldwell Street. Okay, right here, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, and then, of course, for a few years, we couldn't have it at all okay. because they were taking the roof off. Right. And then the Arts Council moved to where it is now. Right. And then we started having it again. Huh. So that was probably their first kind of core event. It they, was. Yeah. It was. Very cool. And, and I, was, I was chairman of it for maybe the first two or three years. Was uh, Deborah around then? Deborah no, Hyde? this was before oh, Deborah. Okay. Um, now, this was, this was Vicki, and I can't remember who her... Oh, Shanda. Shanda Hipley Heath. That's a name right there. Who is a, in real estate now. Okay. Shanda was the assistant at the at the Arts Council okay. in the in the post office. So I mean, it seems like I mean, you've been a pioneer in a lot of ways, sister. I mean, moving down here, kind of helping the Arts Council get started. Helping. No, I didn't have a thing to do with helping the Arts Council mean, get started. I'm sorry, I don't mean to get started. I was, but I was that a big event. supporter. Well, that event? Yeah, I did start that event. That event? I mean, it's good. I mean, I don't know. They probably didn't have a big annual event before that. No, did they it? didn't. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that's pretty neat. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, is there is there pioneering left to do? or? Oh, Lord, I hope so. <laughs> if there's not, I might have to die. <laughs> well, don't do that. Uh -uh, uh -uh, no, no. Um... Well, there needs to be another gallery. I don't have the energy to open another gallery, but I've done a lot of research. I've got a lot of ideas on an artist-owned and managed co-op gallery. Um, I've talked to a couple of people who have buildings, and I can't understand why they want the building to have a nice rental income. Why <laughs> Why can't they just give it to yeah, a bunch right. of artists? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, that probably won't happen. But There's I wish. There's got to be cheap space down here still. No, not anymore. Oh really? Mm -mm. We need another district with cheap space. I know it. 
And when 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 Gary started his building over in the mill, I said, Gary, yes. listen here, yes. you gotta have art studios on the main floor. And he said, you know, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did put that car down there at least. That's pretty cool. I know it. Yeah, the old Anderson uh, car or whatever. Have you seen that? It's in Gary's building. In Gary Williams' yeah. factory. Yeah. When you walk in uh, to Gary's side, there's a an old Anderson car. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. And and for the for our listeners here, I mean, I, I don't know that much about this, but Anderson Cars was kind of a competitor of Henry Ford in that crowd early on. Oh, listen, the Anderson car was a big deal car. Yeah. It was. Yes, it was expensive. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was. It was not a competitor. Oh, it was the alternative it to was, the like Henry Ford's. Um, it was the Cadillac. Yeah. It was the Mercedes. Yeah. And I believe I'm correct in remembering that um, the Anderson car invented the dimmer switch and maybe automatic windshield wipers. Really? I'll have to ask John Anderson. Very cool. Well, I don't, I, you probably heard the old um, Henry Ford thing. Um, they can have it in any color they want as long as it's black. As long as it's black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And we went to the Henry, we went to the Rouge plant in Detroit. Oh, really? Several months ago. Very cool. Yeah, it do is. Y'all do much traveling? Um, well, this year, this year we have been to Chicago and Detroit. Oh, okay. And Why you, Detroit, if I may ask? Because friends of ours invited us. Oh, well, that's a great reason. Yeah. That is a great reason. I've been there recently. I went to a conference, and I was amazed at the reboot spirit in downtown. People seem to be so excited about the rebirth of Detroit. Yes. You know? yes. Well, our friend is a former vice president with Ford Motor Company. Oh, wow. And so he is a native of North Carolina. He lives in Detroit, has, I think, just about all of his professional life. And... Um, his best friend lives in Rock Hill, and so he is here a lot, and she is there a lot, and so our friend found out that there was going to be a Frida and Diego show at the Detroit Museum. Now, you know who I'm talking about, Frida. Frida from Frida South Kahlo, American country? Frida Kahlo, Mexico, okay. and Diego Rivera. Oh, wow, okay. And um, Edsel Ford invited Diego to do a huge mural on four walls in the Detroit Museum, the Detroit Institute of Art. And so... Didn't that end badly, though, or something? Didn't they disagree? No, the one in New York ended badly. Okay, okay. And and the Rockefellers painted over the one in (laughs) Rockefeller Center. But Edsel Ford was very, very specific about what he wanted in his mural. Yeah. And so... And this was before New York. And so Diego... Um, I think saluted and, 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 and did as he was told. Huh. And it is mind-bogglingly beautiful. Wow. It is gorgeous. And so they had a whole exhibition of their work. Of, you know, Frida Kahlo was a wonderful painter. Okay, see, I, I recognize her name, but I don't know what she did. I mean. um, she's perhaps more known for the accident that she was in when she was a teenager. She was in a bus, and the bus somehow collided with a telephone pole, which went through her body. Oh my God, and she lived? She did live. I mean, obviously, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it was horrible. It was, 
Oh my God. I think I think she was in, in pain for the rest of her life. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And she was an artist. A good painter, yeah. A good painter. Yeah. Huh. Great. Well, I'm a fan of art. Um, I've created a little visual art just tinkering over the years. And, but music and writing mm -hmm. been more of my... And then entrepreneurism has been my kind of art in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Keeps you busy, for sure. Mm -hmm. But, uh, sister, you've been a joy to have on this show. Oh, thank you. And I uh, appreciate you taking the time. I know you have an engagement to be at. And, uh, so uh, taking a minute to come speak to us. And, you know, you mentioned people like Joe Lanford. He's mm -hmm. been on this show before. Mm -hmm. You know, Joe's the uncelebrated grandfather of downtown Isn't Rocket. he, though? Yeah. Isn't he wonderful? Have you been in his building? Have you I been? have not. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. Does it look good? <laughs> oh, my God. Honey. Really? You wait. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. I'm very it excited. Is. Astonishing. And your next door neighbor, our new Justin. architect, yeah, Justin. They've done a good job. Yes. I love the wood and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. And and so he designed the space, Justin I believe. Then yet okay. designed Joe's space. Very cool. And but but Joe doesn't need a designer. He is a visionary himself. He really is. He really is. And he gets picked on for putting a roof on Rock Hill, but he doesn't get enough credit for everything that he's done. Well, you know, I don't think I don't think he was even here when the roof went on, was he? Yeah, he was the city he was. manager. Yeah, he, he was, was the one who put the roof on. Yeah. Well, it was because people were shopping in shopping centers, yeah. and so city council said, "Heck, fire! They want a shopping center, we'll a mall. Them. We'll give them a mall." I'm telling you, the thing that is cool about that is it was a bold move. It was. And you know, history determines maybe it wasn't the best move, but. It was a bold move and something needed to be done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I'm all for like, we got to do something, let's do mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. You know, and if, it, if it's not good, we'll do something mm -hmm. else. <laughs> but you know, the, the roof has been credited with saving you're right. some, some of the, the buildings. Facing the buildings yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you're right. I mean, so it's good and bad, but I pick on him for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's easy to criticize the whole well, roof. I know yeah. it. But I know he it. has been a visionary. And I, but I bring him up because I put you in the category. You and Martin category, you and Martin for the y'all's home and your commitment that you made down here. But you, I mean, growing up here, you know, I grew up in Rock Hill. I left here like you. I wanted to get as far away as I could. Mm -hmm. and I didn't go that far away. Actually, I was in Asheville. I just wanted to go miles away. But and I came back and mm -hmm. I fell in love with the place where I was from. And you seem to have had a similar experience. And, and you know, I just. I see you as just further down the same road that I'm down, you know, going down. Oh, good. Oh, well, I'm happy to hear that. Well, good. Well, Thank good. you, Jason. That's that's sweet. Well, good. And I and I, I've been constantly impressed with the amount of people you've introduced me to and introduced each other to, and the energy that you put into downtown and the arts and, and all that. So. Anyway, this is all to say, thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much for having me. This has been fun. I've loved it. Thank Good. you. And Micah, if you want to close us out with some, some wise words, that'd be great. Sign up, Micah. Well said. Well said. <laughs> I can't top that, so I'll just end the show and say uh, we'll see you next week on Old Town New World. <laughs>